It always seems a little strange to me on this fourth Sunday of Easter each year that we get these particular sets of readings when we are mostly thinking about themes of resurrection and the triumph of Christ over sin and death and about the establishment of the early church, we have a set of readings dropped into the middle of the season with this Good Shepherd theme. Now, personally, I don't have any literal sheep, but I have done some cursory research. And let me tell you a few things about sheep that I have found in my research. First of all, sheep are not very bright. They wander off. They step into holes and get tangled in underbrush. Sheep are not very good herd animals because they don't have a whole lot of instinct for it. And they're not particularly fast on their feet either, which can make them an easy lunch for all sorts of predators. And for all of these reasons, sheep need a shepherd. Shepherd is a full-time job. A shepherd spends his or her time running after the sheep day and night. That big stick with the hook on the end of it, that is not just a fashion accessory. One end is for pulling the little guys out of whatever they've gotten themselves tangled in, and the other end is for fighting off wolves and other predators. Shepherding is a full-time job. Now, on one level, seeing ourselves as sheep can be a bit unflattering. We want to see ourselves as more active than passive, more self-directed than herded, and more than just sheep. But at the same time, we also know that we are interdependent and reliant on God's love and providence. And so we can take all of this on a couple of levels. The top level deals with this Christological reality, who Jesus is for us. Jesus, the Good Shepherd, is our ultimate guardian, protector, our guide, and our safety. Jesus, the gate of the sheepfold, is the portal through which we pass, finding safe pastures and knowing that in his care, no one will enter to slaughter and destroy. But we can't read the gospel as just Jesus and me. The scriptures were written to a community of believers, a community that was struggling to define itself and to discern how the Spirit of God was calling them to be the body of Christ for each other. These scriptures have to be read on that level as well. So the Good Shepherd is also a model of leadership for us. The Good Shepherd is looking out for the interest of the whole flock, not for himself and not for his favorites. The Good Shepherd is concerned with reconciliation and evangelization, seeking out the lost sheep and bringing them home. The flock follows the Good Shepherd because they recognize his or her voice. And if that voice is alienating, then they will not follow. The Gospel says that the shepherd walks in front of them but if the shepherd can't be so far ahead that they can't hear his or her voice. So we must have leadership that is recognizable to us, 
that stands with us and that leads us to seek out the lost. There are many things that the coronavirus pandemic has taught us, and one of those things is clearly that broad, diverse human communities need good leadership. And that leadership's primary job is to preserve and to promote the common good. A leader who places his own interests or ideology above that common good, or who sows confusion rather than building unity, is not a good leader. No human leader is perfect, but we need good leaders, good shepherds. Pope Francis has famously said that shepherds should smell like the sheep. They should be rubbing shoulders, sharing their lives. And so it's worth asking what the sheep smell like. One priest that I know of from a particularly well-to-do parish says, it's not my fault if my sheep smell like a million bucks. (laughs) But the fact is, the sheep are different. Sometimes the sheep smell like Chanel. Sometimes they smell like garbage. Sometimes they smell like a beautiful spring day. And sometimes they smell like disease. And a good shepherd isn't afraid of any of that and should smell like them all. The gate of the sheepfold is also a model of leadership. For a community to be nurtured and safe, we've got to have some boundaries. And I hope that's as obvious as it sounds, but the boundaries have to allow people to move. A gate that's always locked is not a gate, it's a wall. Christian communities need leadership that is flexible and that allows people to move in and out of the sheepfold through the gate. Did you know, by the way, that the derivation of the word cardinal is from the Latin root meaning hinge? This is not a coincidence. Our church is a diverse community of people drawn together by the Holy Spirit, united by the love we share for Jesus Christ, and given a mission by Christ to be his people and to share the gifts of faith that we've received. Christ is our good shepherd and Christ is our gate. We are essentially united with the whole church because we have been baptized into the body of Christ. If we are the body of Christ for each other, then we must each be good shepherds and we must be that gate. If our focus on leadership in the church becomes all about what someone else is doing or not doing, then we really are nothing more than sheep. This gospel is a serious challenge to us to re-examine our roles and our structures, what we want from our leaders, and what we expect from ourselves and from each other.